Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Where's My Freaking Dressing Room, a podcast discussing the world of opera and what things are really like backstage. My name's Alex. I'm Helen. And welcome back to another episode in our Voice of Black Opera mini-series. Today we're very excited, we are interviewing Chantal Grant, who is through to the grand final of the Voice of Black Opera competition. Welcome, Chantal, to the pod. Well, thank you. Lovely to be here. How are you feeling? How was the semi-final? I'm feeling elated. The semi-finals were just fabulous and all of the singers are stunning. So I feel not just excited to be through to the grand finals, but extremely accomplished right now. As you should, yeah. And how was the semi-final for you? I know we were actually just speaking to Tanda earlier and he said it was intense competition, you know, everyone was singing so well giving their best and how did you feel when when it was your turn to kind of stand on the stage I've never done a large competition like this so it's that moment like the first recital you've ever given in your life and I got out there and I just thought oh dear here we go (laughs) there was a lot of nerves but you know um also listening to everyone sing was so inspiring because their voices are just stunning um but, you know, and then you get into the, your zone and you get to do what you do. And how lucky are we to be able to sing and that people come and hear us? So Absolutely. And do you have, you said you felt a, a little bit of nerves. Do you have any any tips and tricks for managing those nerves? When I was doing my artist diploma, um, our acting teacher told us that you can never not have nerves. So what you have to learn to do is to perfect the first few phrases at your most excited. So he would make us do jumping jacks or run around. So you're basically out of breath. Your ears are pounding with blood. And then you sing that phrase. And if you can do the first phrase or even the first line, you can gather your mind in that moment and then you're okay. Oh, I've never heard that before. That's great. That's really nice. Yeah. Because I think often for everyone, it is that kind of first entry, isn't it? You know, because actually we were talking about being able to trust the instrument and just, you know, this belief and confidence. But often when you are so nervous, getting that first phrase out, it's like, can I? Will I? Is it? Uh, I mean, it's not the most (laughs) glamorous solution, but it does give you the confidence that in that moment, no matter how crazy your body feels, you can breathe, you can center, and then you can do what you do. I think I'll uh, try that today when I go and practice. I'll go, go do some jumpy jacks. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before you go, just, you know, run a marathon or two. That's fine. And how are you, um, how are you feeling looking towards the, the final? Are you, are you excited? Very excited. Do you have time between now and then to relax and rest your voice? I do. Um, we have the most amazing rehearsal schedule I've ever seen. Really? So... Oh, yeah. So perfectly planned out. So we have rehearsals every day, but not an extent, not an overly long period with our coaches right now. And then we have a rest day and then we'll meet with the um, orchestra for those rehearsals so that you get to plan what you're going to do. But the day is structured in a way where you can get up, not feel rushed, do your work come home, relax, 
meditate, think about what I need to do next. It's like they've thought about it as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Unlike other competitions. Yeah. Actually, speaking to Vincent, he was quite keen on having that space, wasn't he? He had genuinely thought like, this is what the singers need. Um, yes. So there we go. Well done, Vincent. <laughs> And I mean, Chantal, we'd love to know a bit about kind of what brought you to singing. Did you sing a lot in your childhood? Was it something that you've kind of carried through your life? How did you come to, to opera as a career? Well, actually, I kind of fell into it when I was a child. I um, I actually wanted to be a civil engineer. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> that is like the thing that, I don't know, I'm fascinated by bridges and sewage. I know that sounds ridiculous, but Who I think it's really cool. <laughs> and so um where I went to school in Ontario in order to get a high school diploma you had to take an arts credit and I'm not gonna lie I chose choir because well as long as you show up you get the you get the credit but at that time the choir director saw something and insisted that I take private lessons so I took a couple and I really enjoyed it And then as fate would have it I had the opportunity to study for a year in France and there, when I was going to school, I was struggling taking a second language. And so the school agreed to allow me to take lessons at the Conservatoire National while the rest of the class was having their German lesson. And as a result, I just, the repertoire really was like, just is so inspiring. And so when I came back to Canada, I changed my major and the rest is kind of history. So had you, and were you aware of opera and had you been listening to opera growing up then or a little bit before or really it was all very new when you moved to Paris? It was pretty much all very new. Like my parents um, really listened to a lot of soca, gospel music, popular music. My mom was a huge country and Western fan. Oh, wow, nice. But... Yeah, no. Classical music was really on on my radar as a child. For sure. And I mean, your career is taking you to essentially like the heights of, of what we know of opera, you know. To be standing on the, the Metropolitan Opera stage, I, I you know, it's, it's things that people Shockingly dream Shockingly amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to ask you kind of how it feels to, to stand on that stage again. Do you have these nerves or is it is it kind of this moment that you you embrace you know you're here you're you're doing it what you what you aim to do well my first moment on the met stage i think i will always remember mostly because it was the first concert after the pandemic which was the 9-11 verdi requiem yeah yeah and wow. i just happened to be the second chorister to walk out and when we walked out the entire house gave us a standing ovation like, I was in tears by the time the whole choir was out. It was wow one of the single most amazing experiences of my life. And how lucky am I? I got to sing in that <laughs> house and they asked me back for a second season. So, you know. Clearly did something yeah, right then, incredible. didn't you? Yeah, well done. <laughs> and you, you, you know, working on, on huge pieces, Wagner, like really, really intense roles. How do you prepare this kind of music is is it daunting to kind of look at these large scores and have to look at these big roles or is it something that you're able to kind of break down and and take step by step how do you manage that kind of work I don't think I've ever really thought about it that way first of all I will say Wagner and Strauss really speak to me in, in a sonic way but also 
in a personal way, I can, in a visceral kind of, I just feel that in my body. Yeah. Sure. And there's a way to, there's an escapism in that that is really exciting. Um, and then, you know, when you, we all go to, to study and we gather information about these people and about how they worked and about how they thought. And for me, taking Wagner, for example, I like to start with the text because Wagner was his own librettist and because he is said to have um, set the rhythms by walking. So there's nothing haphazard about what is happening. And so I like to sit down with it and read it until I understand what I feel he's trying to say and where those pauses are and then understand why, what the rhythmic choice is to give that expression. And then, and then as you add the music on top of that, then you see like, you know, it, it's like a, a visual, an aural sonic representation of the subtext as well as the text. And, and it, so it kind of just grows out of that, if that makes sense. Mm, no, it really does. I, I'm sure like Wagner would be hoping so much that all singers would be doing such amazing preparation as you are and, you know, really working from the text. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, it really must take quite some time to build, to build those layers, you know, uh, and, and work that to completion, really. Well, I mean, singing is like one of the most amazing things because it's a lifelong journey, not because you sang something five years ago. Is it the last time? or the definitive performance. And so what, which Wagner roles have you done? Which operas have you been in? Um, I've had the opportunity to sing Fricka in Die Valkyra, um, Erda in Siegfried. I've studied, I've studied Brangena. Yeah. Ah, okay. We're, we're massive Wagner we fans. We are, we love it. So. <laughs> Unashamedly, so yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean. ring, so, you know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Such an experience. Uh, we, we both, we managed to go and see the ring cycle when it was in London uh, last mm. time. And, um, you know, it's such a kind of, uh, I mean, almost kind of religious experience going through it that four-day right? process. So I imagine like performing in it as well, it really must be this kind of, almost like overwhelming experience but so so powerful it's so amazing and to watch the evolution of those characters totally mm -hmm. yeah yeah i couldn't agree more so is there a particular role that you're really aspiring to one day the dream role in the dream house somewhere oh i would give my left arm to sing <laughs> ortrude in in Bayreuth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't? Oh my god! Imagine. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll take your left arm. Fab. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, kind of during this season, I mean, you've, there's so much going on. I was kind of looking. You're at the Lyric Opera. You're at the Met. For you, what what is what is coming up this season that's getting you the most fired up? That you're the most kind of excited for? The new Lohengrin production at the Met. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I can totally understand. When do you kind of start rehearsing for that? Is it already underway or January? Or? Okay, so it's coming. It's coming. I had my exciting. fitting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it a good costume? Do you love it? Is oh, it... it's stunning. And uh, it's going to be one of the most visually arresting things I think I've ever been a part of. Oh, my goodness. That's so exciting. The costume is part of the staging. Oh. So that's my I don't even teaser. know what that means. Yeah, that's a good teaser. No. They should use that. That's a good promo. <laughs> yeah. That's very good. I love it. And then kind of looking towards the final, we were wondering, can you give us like a, maybe a sneak peek of like your 
program? Is there one aria that you're really kind of like, this is going to be be the one? Or, I mean, I'm sure you love them all, but wh- what would you say you're the most excited to perform? I am so excited to sing uh, Didon from Les Troyens. Yeah, I'll be singing yeah. her aria. That is Oy. literally the thing I am most excited for. Oh, I mean, oh you know, God. it's so it's so rare that you get to hear it and the opportunity yeah. to even mm-hmm. sing it is just mm-hmm. and with orchestra and like bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Yeah, that Why is. Why not? Absolutely. If you have the orchestra there, make them work. You know, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I suppose I'd love to know how this like you were saying you haven't really done many competitions. So like how is this competition experience felt for you this chance to kind of perform repertoire that perhaps you don't get to sing so often and I imagine you know lots of the people you've been competing with they'd have been colleagues etc like overall as an as an experience yeah what have you what have you kind of learned from it well the most important thing I think is the opportunity to be around people who have the same love of the art form yeah Mm. and all of my colleagues obviously love the art form otherwise why would we do this work but the excitement and the commitment to putting forth equally, how can I say this, music that, uh, that is prepared to be equally stunning and as moving and emotive. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just the fireworks, but it's also the emotion that's behind it and the thought. And that's, it's like the perfect marriage. Like we all know the queen of the night arias, but to hear someone try to put their own signature stamp on it in a way that might not come across in a production is really yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's super yeah, right. cool. Yeah, you, I, well, you're your own producer, director, costume designer, you're everything. <laughs> exactly. This, aren't you? You're yeah. yeah, amazing. And you you mentioned that you do some meditation. We're very keen on talking about you know techniques like this on the pod. So yeah, what what sort of meditation do you do? We'd be fascinated to know. It's really simple. I really just spend some time um, with myself, looking at the music, phrase by phrase, and then I close my eyes, try to find my center, and then I try to find what is it that I want to say. So, you know, I believe that communication is not just about understanding the language, obviously, that's one level. But there is an emotion that generates the sound. So what is that emotion? Is that anger? Is that fear? And the thing is that it can never just be one thing. So when I sit with the phrase like, je vais mourir, am I sad that I'm going to die? Am I excited to die? Am I afraid to die? Is it going to release me? And then I just think about not even trying to convey those, but just to sit and try to imagine what is the the thing that gets you to the point where you utter that. So when I find that space, I try to isolate what was happening around me that got me here. Like, what did I tune out so that I have a starting point to recreate that when I go to perform it that's fa- I've never heard that before okay it's fascinating that's yeah honestly <laughs> you should come on the podcast more you're great <laughs> I think it's nice to have this idea of and even talking to you I think I feel that you're there's a lot of calm 
with you and, mm. and how you approach the music and something we talk about a fair bit on the podcast particularly when you're young and trying to figure out what you're doing is sometimes it feels there's a lot of kind of hectic running around you know you're a conservatoire doing all of these things because you're trying to get people to notice you blah 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 and so we often think about finding this this calm this sense of stillness to be able to really look at the music and I think it's nice to kind of hear you talk about it as well particularly it being such a crucial part of the preparation because I think sometimes we almost skip that bit and we're just like oh I just need to sing sing the aria and it's like but how can you really feel the aria live the aria perform the aria if you haven't done mm -hmm. all of that preparation you're talking about uh so so eloquently so you have uh Lohengrin coming up in january at the met uh, what else what, what have you got where can people hear you other than the grand final of course <laughs> um i'll be in the chorus of otella at the la opera mm -hmm. and that's for right now what i know fingers crossed and we'll see what 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 comes Absolutely. next uh, otella as well i mean what a what a score what an opera right <laughs> And in terms of if people want to know a bit more about you, do you have a, a website, social media? How, how can people find you? I'm at www.chantelgrant.com. And on Instagram, I believe I'm Sha at Chantel Grant Mezzo. And on Facebook, I'm just Chantel Grant. Super. Fantastic. Oh, Brilliant. Well, I mean, thank you so much, Chantel, for taking the time to talk to us. You know, we know there's a lot going on with the, with the competition and all the preparations. So we really appreciate you, you coming and having a chat with us. And we're wishing you all the best for the, for the final. Well, thank you. Thank you.